Hi, Dr. Drew. This is Emily Collin from Michigan. I recently um, quit drinking two years ago mm-hmm. because I got a DUI, baby. <laughs> so uh, I'm still on probation. I am testing randomly to start making sure I'm not drinking. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. All right, everybody, welcome to Dr. After Dark. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate the emails. We appreciate the voice messages. The emails, of course, at drfdark@gmail.com, And the voice messages, 818-253-1693. And I'm going to dedicate myself to you guys and your voice messages and emails today because, Nadav, Booth Boys, we have a sick amount of information or amount of questions here, yes? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Nadav, I mean, uh, any of you, uh, there it is. I did it. I called you Nadav instead of any. Any anything good with you? Oh, uh, yeah. Everything, everything's chill with me, fam. How are you? Good, good. But Hell yeah. I, I was very disturbed by a couple several weeks ago. You said you you that I call you Nadav all, all you know frequently, not infrequently. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, I have no awareness. And I just almost did it. So there you go. That's, you you are you did it last okay. episode too. I did. You sure did. You do chief. it all the time. You do it all the time. Holy shit! That's just wild, so right? weird. It's wow. Please bring it to my attention when I do it, so I can. You sure. Least... Oh yeah. Well, because half the time I also don't know if you're like if you're actually trying to talk to me or if you're actually talking to any. Because there's a, there's just jumbles. Every there now are and jumbles. Yeah. I, I I understand that. That makes sense to me. But I'm usually when I say Nadab, I usually mean Nadab. You know what else you do that probably people have tried to tell you that now I'm going to tell you okay. and I don't know. You say uh, rational recovery. You say that all the time. Yeah. You know, it's as, opposed rational, to, as opposed to rational, it's rational revolution. revolution. No, I know that. That, that I'm aware of. And then you say fucking, you know, drdrew.com slash store instead of slash shop. Well, that I don't, because I can never remember. Which <laughs> yeah. Um, you say. Get him. <laughs> get him. What else, Any? Get him. Rational revolution. <laughs> rational revolution. I'm putting it in large words, of course, of yeah. course. Touching my camera through the fence, you faggot. Ooh, I forgot you dropped the F-bomb at the end of that. It's interesting. It's interesting how I'd block that out. Oh, you know what? Hold on. Actually, maybe... Ta-ta there, retard. <laughs> oh, it's so funny that there was so much to remember about Fed Smoker. I forgot that he used the R-word and the F-word freely like oh, that. Oh, yeah. But he, it doesn't he surprise he me. Doesn't never surprise stopped me. using it. He sure the day used, he died. uses a lot of words. Yeah, I know right? he does, but I don't remember those words being tossed around Yeah, so there's much. a oh, yeah. there's a whole lane of videos where he uses specific words where it's, you know, we try not to show those. Oh, my God. Ta-ta now. <laughs> but but it's, I like the fact that, that we all collectively at your mom's house just sort of take that we edit that piece out and we just go to touch my camera through the fence uh, i wouldn't say we edit it out no no not us <laughs> not, not, not you guys oh, okay. i'm saying the you know, the world sort of does oh. the world sort of does nah, it's coming back it's cyclical right so 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 why do you think touch my camera through the fence has had such a renaissance it's uh, just uh like because i think what happens is you know it's you revisit like a video from back in the day and it, you remember you're like oh shit you could use that you could apply it towards this thing and I, all all it takes is one person hey like hey you know touch my uh uh touch my spotify through the fence and then once you hear that you're like ooh did it just evolve it, ooh it is does this evolve. a whole new lane it, that we it, could it, play with it, it, they are playing with it i i've been getting a lot of it wherever i exist a lot of <clears throat> touch my camera through the fence on all my i do sort of streaming shows on many days that you can See him over at drdrew.tv and the chat stream, it, it's every chat stream, touch my camera through the fence. And it, it sort of surprises me. And doesn't it feel. 
Yeah. Doesn't it feel weirdly like when people use that, they're referencing genitalia somehow? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like touch my private parts through the fence or yeah. something. Because of the word that follows. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But but I but it's weird how your brain does that. He he is a psychotic meth addict who's really talking about his camera. No, I mean he but but think about why he said that though. Why he did he say I don't remember? Cuz cuz he said he said, "Hey, you're touching my camera through the fence there." Mm. I mean, I have the source video here ready to go. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, Let's do it. It's watch. time. Please it's watch. time. It's time to revisit. I love revisiting the classics. I really do, guys. So thank you. <laughs> I do. Hey, bro, I'm on record for a moment. What is this place anyways? What is this place? Um, you don't need to film me. Oh, that I, poor I guy. Documentary. Listen I here. I don't care. I don't want to be. This filmed. is America, you dumb son of a bitch. Okay. You dumb son of a bitch. I'm a private person, and I don't. I'm surprised that one never America. took off. Yeah. This is America, you I dumb son of a bitch. I'm a private person. I'm a private person. I can tell you no anytime I want. You're a fucking baby raper on your face, okay? Yeah. Come baby raper. You're the one who looks like a baby raper. Baby raper. Would you chomo. escape from jail? What's <laughs> up there, Chomo? Listen here. What do you guys, how do you get a job chomo. here, there, fuck face? Well, not by talking like that. Oh, uh, you know what? You're fired, bud. No, okay? I'm not. <laughs> I love You're talking it. to me. I'm a, a fucking tough, American, you fuck. Tough, you don't touch my camera through Where's the fence, you faggot. I'm going to talk to the sheriff's department about you, buddy, okay? Go get him. Go get him. Go get him, you know baby. You're fired, okay? You didn't follow Proto. What do you, how do you get a follow job? Follow Proto. Here? You know you're, what protocol is? Yeah. I take cops' badges all the time doing it. You know who you're talking to? <laughs> Retired double agent there, I'm you fucking retard. Retired double okay. agent. Insane asylum, buddy. You just lost your life, okay, as far as your job goes. You threatened my life? No, I told you, job. You threatened my fucking life? Job, bitch. What's That's he got in his hand? Said, well, we're changing it Looks to like a job because you're taking it out oh, of context there. What's your name, anyways? Keep see, going. See these wire? Oh, you, you, you just got your job there, buddy. It's baby raper on your face clothes, okay? Ta-ta there, retard. <laughs> We didn't call Proto, buddy. You're done. I, I never noticed he said, uh, fuck, baby raper on your face clothes. Yeah. <laughs> does, does he mean the mustache? Sense. Is that what he's taking aim at? Well, no, because he always is hunting for for chomos and, and baby. No, uh, I get that. Oh, stamps on <laughs> Yeah. It's so weird. And look at the beautiful environment he's in there. Where is he? He's out in the fucking Wyoming or something. I think it might be outside of a FedEx facility. Oh, it's so crazy. <laughs> and why that guy spent two seconds with it. He, he finally got wise and just walked away. That's all you can do with people it like that. It did take Bunker. him a little too long to it realize, did. like, oh, this is, uh, why am I interacting with this Well, person? I guess he has to, I, I don't, maybe he has some proto to follow. Yeah, where, I mean, that is his job, <laughs> where right? he has to, he has to make sure the guy's not armed or coming in or breaking in or something. I, I guess that's part of the deal. Oh, we'll miss Fed Smoker. It's so sad. But see what I'm saying though? How how okay. like do you see why he said that? He said, said he said cuz uh the guy was like, "You're the one who looks like a baby raper." And he's like, "You're the one touching my camera through the Yeah, fence. yeah, I know I got it. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, so that's why I think it is yeah. he, he compared it. Well, he he's psychotic and so <laughs> any touching is like extremely disturbing to him. And he, I could see where he kind of generalizes that way. But it, it also makes me upset about something. Which again, I'm a, this is my upset day. Doctor Drew is mad. Do- Doctor Drew is upset. Getting upset. And by the way, I, I wrote down all the additional rational, revo- all the rational revolution confusions I get. I get rational revolution, rational renaissance, and rational recovery. Yeah, you have called it yeah. rational renaissance. Yeah, and rational rev- recovery is because there's a 12-step program essentially, mm. uh, a mutual aid society called rational recovery. I've used for years and years and years, and so I, that's in my head. Rational renaissance is something my son said he wanted to create, and I said go forth. 
And then rational evolution was Christina's thing. Yeah, you always just say it so confidently, and I'm like, nah, he must just be ahead of me on something. No, you know? I'm not. I'm just screwing up. My brain is is getting old, and it's transposing things. With if I'm not paying attention to it, if I'm not watching it, it, it gets the better of me. But uh, well, I will remind you each time. Thank you. I, I love that. I actually like that because I need to. I need the, my attentional mechanisms need to be honed. The rational revolution um, and uh, Fed smoker. Oh. So another thing that upsets me is, of course, the homeless thing. People have taught, heard me talk about that. I'm not going to get into that, but I'm here to tell you, you know, as Fed Smoker died of, of his meth addiction, we are going to see a rash of meth deaths. They take a long time to develop, but in about a year, there'll be roughly 50 uh, a day on the streets of Los Angeles. There you think will be. so? Why? Oh, yeah. Because the meth is just, that's all there is out there now. Just people are literally like walking around like fed smoker or worse flailing their limbs walking down the middle of the street it, it's getting really really bad that's all meth and as you see it ends in demise delayed ejaculation good day doctor uh, i'm a guy in my 50s uh wondering t about taking extra time to produce my jizz while banging my girlfriend our sex life is out of this world intense we're having a great time she loves to give head god bless her we're getting a tons of foreplay our sessions go for a long time no complaints did he say God bless her or did you say God bless God her? God bless her. He said, oh, he's okay. got it written here. <laughs> it takes me longer to nut uh, with her than ever before in my life. I do have good control in general. When it blows, it's intense. I assume this is since the sex is incredible. I would bust quicker, but it's quite the opposite. Uh, is this because of extra foreplay and added intensity? It may be future Canadian geezer porn star, as you refer to yourself. Um, it may be, it's, it's kind of a hard thing to exactly nail down. So as we get older, we reduce our libido, we reduce our erectile function in your sixties. It, everybody gets that. That's why access to PDE five inhibitors is not a bad idea. These are things that, um, you should talk to your doctor about that. These are things that help men in their sixties particularly. And that's why testosterone replacement in my mind is something that mm, I'm, I'm not closed off to. It's something that sometimes helps some men in certain situations as you age. Uh, but the fact that it takes you longer is normal for your age. The fact that you would think it would be quicker, probably as you're suggesting, has something to do with the intensity of the stimulation. That it's sort of, if you, if you, there's a way that if you stimulate somebody too much, they, they go the other way. They don't, don't go towards orgasm. They go away. Uh, and again, as we age, that kind of stuff happens quite a bit. Jaw locking. I saw the episode where the girl had the issues with her jaw and would lock it. I want to share something, a solution. I have this issue of jaw cracking and something sometimes locking when yawning and it would not stop. I had the issue for a couple of years, would not go away. One night I had, an, I had ecstasy with my friend and one of the side effects is that you really want to clench your jaw, right? This time I gave in, it was pulverizing gum Next morning, my jaw muscles were a bit stiff, but the best part was that after that night, my jaw has never locked or crunched. Why? So well, so so she's saying just do a shit ton of jaw no, clenching drugs, and that'll well, cure your TMJ. Okay. Here's the deal: what she's finding is that when she has built up the muscle, the temporalis muscle here, through chewing on a gum intensively, her laxity in her jaw has has diminished, right? When the tone goes up, the jaw goes into position there, right? For some people, that's true. For others, doing what you're suggesting will make it worse. Please don't listen to just somebody who's had an anecdotal experience. Go see a jaw specialist if you're having that problem. Low libido after conception. Booth boys, hope you're doing well. My wife and I recently got pregnant after a couple months of trying. 
And uh, at the time of writing this, she is seven weeks pregnant. I've noticed that both our libidos have gone down out the window. Previously, before conception, I would <laughs> bust thick ropes like Tom at least three to four times a week. <laughs> I, I would be busting thick ropes like Tom, yes. Now we've had sex once and getting pregnant. I'm happy we're both in sync, but I'm just wondering why neither of us uh, get horny anymore. Keep them high and tight. How do you how do you get a job here, fuckface? Well, we just I good for remembering that. Good for you. This is from the UK. I love the how fact that you get a that, job here, fuckface. <laughs> beautiful. I'm so glad we have that on hand. Um so here's the deal. Uh, have you ever heard of sympathetic pregnancy, which is that men will literally gain weight and start to nest when their wife is pregnant? We don't fully know why that happens, but it is adaptive. And you know how when two people both have high sex drive, they kind of turn each other on? When somebody has low, it can kind of you know shut you down as well. And, of course, there's all the psychological processes that go along with this. She's probably vomiting. Her sex drive goes down during the first two months of pregnancy for sure. And you start getting essentially sympathetic pregnancy, that's called. And so that's it. Don't be surprised if you gain a few pounds too, which also happens weirdly around pregnancy. Ooh, I've not read a lot of these, so I'm just looking at the headline. Sure. Hot pussy, cold heart. Hell yeah. Hi, Daddy. Kings above 18. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 27-year-old female diagnosed with PCOS at 11. Overall, haven't had problems. Lately, I've been having bumps on the outside of my dump load area. Oh, my God. It's hard to understand you guys sometimes. Wait, can you start that from the top? I know. Uh, PCOS, polycystic ovarian disease, age 11. No problems. Lately, having bumps on the outside of my dump load area. Oh, her butt. She's saying her anus. I guess. She's getting bumps. Also, little hard bumps on the inside. believe we call those hemorrhoids. Uh, I sit all day due to work. It only hurts if I agitate it, other than typically causing no pain. Haven't had a hot load dump in my baby box for over a year. No one has finished inside <sighs> for a minute. Okay. Thank I'm you just trying translate. to translate. I yeah. appreciate <laughs> it. I need it. But I do bathe na- nightly with sal- salt and bombs. Wondering if that's an issue cause. Thanks so much. Does somebody beat me? Let me eat your booty. Uh, don't call me daddy. Thank you. Uh, hot pussy, cold heart. Um the hot the hot baths are probably the right thing to do. This is probably hemorrhoids, but somebody unfortunately needs to look at it to make a diagnosis. There can be fissures, there can be fistulas, there can be other things that can also be a problem. They're treated a little differently. Um, there you go. It has nothing to do with your PCOS, except that uh, PCOS is sometimes associated with uh, weight excess. And if you're overweight, that increases the risk of hemorrhoids and, and that kind of stuff. So good times. Uh, let's get some voice messages in here. Let's Let's do it. Hey, Dr. Drew, uh, this is Barry from Milwaukee, and I was just wondering, like, how dangerous is, like, lean, you know, like, legitimately? Piss on me, beat me. Uh, you bet I'm coming up in May. Okay, so I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, promethazine. What is it? Promethazine. Promethazine is what they call lean. The scissor, yeah. Well, the problem with... That the, purple. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the scissor. Um, the promethazine is Double not... Cup that big a deal in itself it's more sedating it can be associated rarely with various kinds of movement disorders you can both get uh, a torticollis or what's called an oculogyric crisis where your your neck goes and your eyes go up and you can't bring them back Um, that is treatable and it usually goes away when the medicine wears off if people don't normally use promethazine chronically 
But if you did, I can conceive that you might get a tardive dyskinesia. I don't know if that's been reported. Can you look that up for me? Tardive dyskinesia from promethazine. Let's just see if it's been reported, which is a nasty movement disorder of the mouth and lips and sometimes limbs. You see ads for it right these days for Ostito, medication-induced tardive dyskinesia, propranolol. Uh, okay, look at, click on what medicines cause tardive dyskinesia. Procloperazine, perfenazine, all the zines. That all rhymes. Yeah, all the zines are kind of related that Does that, that mean way. that these are uh, different colored drinks? You got to take the zine for the lean. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it does not specifically say promethazine on this list, but I, you see all the zines are on there. That's what made me think of that. So I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. Now, here's the problem with um, the scissor. With it, it always has coding. Hey, yo. Yeah, I mean, it's the, scissor. It's the, the <laughs> You like that I know that, my friend? Yes, sir. Okay, good. Thank you. Is that, that it, there's coding. It, it's a, that's what people are going for. It's not the promethazine so much as the coding. Mm -hmm. And that is an opiate, and that is dangerous. And oh. I don't know this, but I wouldn't be surprised if some of it's tainted with fentanyl because that's a cheaper, higher way to, to go with all opiates and what what's in everything these days. So... I'm guessing it's probably in the scissor as well. So. Yo, what, 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 why the fuck is this fentanyl shit in everything now? Like because it's like, super oh, it's wait, bad coke. It's, it, fentanyl. it's in normal medicine too. Yeah, what the fuck? No, 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 no. Pro no street, street medicine. It's gotcha. in everything. It's in Xanax. It's in. It's in everything. Street Xanax. It's street Xanax. Yeah, no, it's not but, in anything. But why? Like, what made it because, so? Because because it is so cheap. So easily transportable in tiny quantities can be used and gets people super high. And in just above tiny quantities, kills people. So it's very, very dangerous. But a tiny amount makes people super high, and that's what they're going for. What? And now some of the heroin addicts are starting to prefer fentanyl, the fentanyl high over heroin. What type of high it does it, is it supposed to give you? You have to be an opiate addict to mm. really get the high that these – for instance – uh, Nadav and I, our genetic heritage makes us a little less likely to have a good experience from opiates. Like certain genetic heritages, you take opiates and you feel actually bad. And that's me. I feel nothing <laughs> to... Oh, you feel good? Okay. So you, <laughs> oh, yeah. you get high from them. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Those when I was hospitalized, I had Dilaudid and I was like, this is cool. Okay. So I've, n I've never had an opiate. I've had lots of different ones, but none of them have ever made me feel anything except shitty. Uh, and that's a different biology. While people who have the tendency towards alcoholism, which is the, the primary genetic background, when they get exposed to an opiate, they feel better than they've ever felt in their whole life. This is like euphoria. This is like unbelievable. And if you've had trauma, it also distances you from that pain that you've been carrying around and may not be aware of, and it's just on after that. So that that's it. It's something that not everyone experiences, but if you are one of those people that does, it's hard to stop. It's hard to stay away from it. Get it? Does that make sense? Mm. Yes, sir. Is that Nadav? Is you, and I mean Nadav, not any. Is that <laughs> Nadav? Are you in that category? Uh, of someone that... You know what's interesting about Ashkenazi like Jews is they can get opiate and stimulant addiction without alcoholism. Do you have any momentum with alcohol? Uh, no. Yeah. Like, I'm, that's I'm like super the, chill with no booze. Yeah. See, that's like the only time you see that is, is in that population. In uh, Jays? In Ashkenazi Jays. And, and not all of them, but but in the, you just you can occasion because otherwise it is alcoholism is the sort of heritage of people that develop uh, addictions of all type these days, hmm. uh, because that's been the most addictive drug that's been around. I mean that's oh true. Jays do love pills. They some of them do. Mm -hmm. It's 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 not all, but it's some. They really do. Okay, another voice message. 
hey, you big-titted animal. Yeah. I'm Ben. I'm a 21-year-old guy, and I just have a question about my nose. So ever since I can remember, whenever my nose gets, like, super stuffy with a cold or something, and I go to blow my nose, uh, my nose will occasionally make a sound. So, like, it sounds like almost like a brass instrument, like a trumpet or, like, a creaking door or something for, like, five hmm. seconds or so. Am I talked or do I just have too much coming in my balls? Piss on me, beat me, and do you ever worry that you're retarded and nobody's telling you? I do. I do. Thank you for that. I do. I often worry about that. Uh, but and please, I, I rely on the Booth Boys to tell me now. They're, they've they agreed to. No, you're not. Uh, thank you. No, you're good. When I get there, you'll let me know. Um, I will. But what he's talking about is after he blows his nose, right? After you blow your nose, sometimes you can hear a high-pitched little squeal or a creaking and th that is the, you know, you've, you've got some cavities up in your head and you've got some some ostia, the, these openings amongst them between the cavity, and they can open and close and snap and pop and things can go on inside these cavities that make a little bit of noise. The most common noise is a little bit of creaky, squealy kind of noise. And it just means, you know, it, it means you've got some stuff in there, right? And so you may want to get your sinuses checked to make sure that they're not filling with stuff all the time and you don't have some sort of chronic sinusitis. Another one. These are good voice messages today. Yeah, right on. Hey, Dr. Drew. Hey, Dr. Drew. This is Colby. Um, essentially, I'm calling because after 100 years of staring at my husband's dick, it leans to one side, and I saw him jerking off the other day, ah. and the action brings his dick to one side, mm -hmm. and that just happens to be the side that his dick leans to. Does his dick lean that way because he's jerking off all the time buhole 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 Thank thanks you. guys bye colby. what a question colby Col colby is my favorite i would love to talk to her some more really someday we got to get a hold of some of these these real prize-winning questions um and i and i love how the female mind works they just like chew on stuff like what is that is is he bending his dick is that and i like that it's been a hundred years of dick watching Ooh, and can i answer uh with the answer that i think you're gonna give go ahead sometimes a cigar is just a good smoke no it's no. not what i'm gonna give <laughs> there is something called acquired peronies uh look up acquired peronies uh which is often caused by things like uh you know jacking off to one side and it's usually not a big deal. It's not really even meeting the criteria of, let's see, acquired Peronis. Let's, I guess we want to see. We want to see a picture of acquired Peronis. Yeah. I mean, that would just uh, look the same as normal Peronis. Yeah. See, they just, <laughs> the, that cactus in the upper right-hand corner is about it. Oh, we could show this. Yeah. Uh, these are all. Yeah. So yeah, correct. Acquired Peronis. There's two kinds of Peronis. There's spontaneous. There's congenital. There's acquired. And acquired peronies usually doesn't cause significant problem. It, it is caused by scarring on one side of the penis that pulls it over that direction. And, you know, most penises, as Nadav is pointing out, is just a good smoke. It, they, just, they move around. They have different curves and sort of qualities to them. But, but I don't think uh, – actually, we'd actually have to ask a urologist to know for sure. But I, I've certainly been asked this question a million times, and most of the time people are not having functional problems. So unless it's causing pain to you or painful erection or difficulty with the erection for him, it's something to kind of keep an eye on and maybe even urge him to kind of switch hit a little bit so he doesn't keep damaging that side. But uh, yes, Miss uh, Colby the Scientist, the Explorer, Colby the Explorer, uh, Colby the Explorer, you are on to something here. It's called acquired Peyronie's disease. So 
See, not, like to me, the first thing that comes to my head is that is this like a, a chicken or the egg type of thing? Correct. Where it, is it, it can be. Was he born with the Peronis and then yeah. that's just the way he it, does it's it just so a it's better comfortable? Way to, or? Yeah, I, or maybe it's coincidence, but no, they, there is some theory that uh, my understanding is that you can cause a little Peronis type reaction. I mean, it really isn't even typical Peronis unless you're having symptoms, I would say. You know, it's like, it's like you know, when is a mental health issue a real issue? It's when it has trouble functioning, when there's a functional problem. More voicemail. I'm enjoying these. Let's do some more. Hey, Hitlers. I have a question about smoking weed and why does it turn your eyes red? Mm. So I usually smoke weed only before bedtime so that I can sleep a little bit better. But when I wake up in the morning, my eyes are still red. And I have to put eye drops in them all day without looking high at work. Mm. So why do my eyes? Stay red for so long, even if I haven't smoked weed. Would love it if you can answer this question for me, so hopefully I can stop dumping eye drops into my eyeballs every day. Better believe I'm coming up in May. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Dr. Drew. So, so, so weed causes vasodilatation in certain parts of the body, and eyes being one of them. Uh, it usually is transient, and so the fact that you have it all the time, this is actually a significant problem. It suggests something else is going on and not only is something else going on but you're doing exactly the wrong thing which is regular eye drops i just talked to somebody the other day who developed blindness from excessive use of over-the-counter eye drops please immediately stop use only moisturizing eye drops like uh thero tears things like that and get to an ophthalmologist immediately you probably just have a plain old dry eye syndrome. I suspect that's it. Right. You have something similar too, right, Drew? I do have something very similar. M- mine has actually been better in recent months. But I-, I had a radial keratotomy, which left me with a dry eye syndrome, which was just awful for about three years. But uh, you can use a medication called Lumify for the redness. You just can't use it all day. So Lumify is okay. The usual over-the-counter stuff that you're using with the... All the vasoconstrictors will damage your cornea. And as I said, if I talked to somebody, it would even somehow damage the retina on top of that. So she had total blindness from excessive use of over-the-counter medication. So, A, uh, it's not the weed because it shouldn't be red all day from that. Uh, B, the red all day may be, you know, much like you can get rhinitis medicamentosa. Do you know what that is, gentlemen? I do not. So if you use Afrin all day long, your nose will be congested all the time. So you use it more than a couple of days, and your body responds by trying to compensate for what you're doing to it. And there might be some maybe, you know, uh, conjunctivitis medicamentosa or something. See if that exists. Conjunctivitis medicamentosa. Conjunctivitis. Sure it must. Medicamentosa. Medicamentosa. Yeah. Huh? No? Boy, that's tough to spell. But I got yeah, it. There it is. Conjunctivitis medicamentosa. Dermatoconjunctivitis. A uh, condition which drug applied to the eye as drops or ointment or some other substance reaches the eye surface causing redness. Yeah. So there you go. So it's it's much like rhinitis medicamentosa. This is conjunctivitis medicamentosa. Um, dude, why don't people go see, get their proper medical care? Would you have known to do that, either of you guys? Uh no, I just would have been like I'm just gonna open my eyes more while I shower. That's how I get liquid in there. Well, that's fine actually. That's not a bad really? way. That's not a bad way uh, as compared to what she's doing. That's that's better. Whew. I would just assume. I guess my eyes are just like this now. Right, uh, you wouldn't do anything. Right? Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, how how do red, so Nadav? How do Annie's eyes look right now? 
Uh, they look fine. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. See. What's up, baby? Yeah, man. What's up, baby? Clear Red eye, eye proof. Clear okay. eye. <laughs> okay, this one. I love these titles. My wife's head's fucked. Uh, my wife has suffered from panic attacks since about she was five. Anytime she feels any movement on the floor, she thinks it's she's going through it. Even in a car, she can think the middle will fall through. How interesting. She thinks any floor that does not have support in the middle will surely collapse. I thought about exposure therapy, but she's already kind of does 24-7 because in every mall, car, or house, she's scared. She also tried anxiety medication, but she said it took the edge off. But the panic attacks, if you give me advice, that'd be great. Absolutely love the podcast, everything at YMH. Thank you, Austin. Austin. Oh, my God. God bless you, Austin. Uh, you better, be believe, better believe I'll be coming up in May. Um, this is more OCD than panic. It's OCD with panic, but uh, you're right. She does need exposure therapy. But exposure therapy, that's something that has to be done in professional hands. In other words, proper exposure therapy is not just making her stand on an unstable floor and going, hey, honey, take it. It's, that makes things worse. The, it's, about, it's about an empathic, attuned person sitting with the person, exposing them to tolerable doses of what makes them obsessed and panic and that kind of stuff. So absolutely, yes. Uh, go to the best website I know of for a disease-specific uh, patient-centered organization. It's called the International Obsessive Compulsive Disorder Federation, iocdf.org. Let's bring it up, gentlemen, iocdf.org. And uh, you can look around there. They have lots of great resources. There it is. Learn more about OCD, find help. It's a great, it's just, it's it's patient-centered, it's disease-specific, and man, it is good. I gave a talk for those guys once, and uh, the whole community shows up for these, these symposiums they put up. It's a much more common disorder than you imagine, and it overlaps with panic very often and, uh, and anxiety, so. What? What's the title? I watched men cut their penises off as a child. Oh, so he was a moyle or worked for a moyle? He's saying cut their penises off. I grew up during an interesting time on the internet. I'm 22, a plumber. Interesting job now. I had a very innocent internet-free childhood playing outside from dusk until dawn, riding bikes, blah, blah, blah. Once I hit middle school, kids who had flip phones soon upgraded to smartphones with unlimited access. By the time I was 13, I'd seen men with jars up their ass, beheadings, fatal car crash ejections, men cutting their penises off, people committing suicide, and a lot of other cool guy-related stuff. Yeah, there's sites for that. Yeah, yeah no Live shit. League. Yeah, I it's can't all remember. part of growing up these days. Oh, my God. I cannot be the only young adult who had countless bet-you-won't-watch-this moments in middle school and high school, wondering what the long-term ramifications may be for our generation other than being a lifelong YMH fan. Uh, touch my camera through the fence. Uh, we don't know. It, it's, it's much like we don't know. You were probably also exposed to porn by the age of 9 or 10. And we really don't know the implications of this. We just don't know. We don't know if it's going to give you panic disorders or make you desensitized to human suffering or more sensitive. We don't know. We have no idea. What do you guys, since you're sort of more from that generation, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I remember I grew up when the internet was kind of just starting to be like in every household. And like, yeah, in college, I think that's when the beheading video started coming out. And like, yeah, you'll be quiet for a few days, but then you kind of learn, you're, you start developing a spidey sense where you're like, oh, something's going to happen, oh, something bad's about to happen, and you just kind of X out of it. But it's, uh, 
yeah, stop running towards those videos. Run away from those videos. That's if good you advice. Feel like but, something but bad's gonna happen. Get out of there. Do you feel like it it affected you badly or did anything to you or? Um, j- just that, like you know, my threshold <laughs> for terrible things is just a little higher than normal. But I mean, but that's also you know, in preping all these heavy segments for the lives, uh, <laughs> that's kind of like come back now. You know, where it's it's harder and harder to upset me. Is there gonna be another live show soon? Uh, we're hoping, I mean, hopefully some point in the summer, something like that, just with touring and everything, it's getting a little nuts. As I told you, we, we had an exceptional experience la- last time. Exceptional. Oh, yeah. Uh, too many good emails. Let me go. Uh, I'm uncircumcised, and when my foreskin is pulled back, uh, the frenulum causes the head of the penis to be pulled down. Oh, interesting. So what he's saying is he pull, whoop, he pulls back the foreskin and the head curves down, right? Uh, I recently discovered cock rings. They've improved my performance. The issue is the frenulum becomes irritated or I can sometimes feel like it has paper cut after sex. Oh. Yeah, that happens. My question is whether this can be fixed surgically or is better off being left alone. Ooh, interesting question. Um, the, the problem, cuts? Yeah, they, they tear. It tears. And so the, the problem is that if it starts tearing, it'll start scarring down. So yeah, I would see a urologist about that. It can get kind of unpleasant. I think what they would advise you to do is you get circumcised. I think that's probably all they would do. So I, I think it may be time, my friend. Maybe Fuck. time. What's it what's it like getting circumcised like when you're an adult? It's a much bigger deal than as a child. It's it's two weeks of it's like a it's like a weekend of on your back with ice packs on and then two weeks of out of commission and God forbid you get an erection. But they put you under when it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all it's all it's it's just that it's there's a lot more tissue, a lot more tissue damage. If you get an erection while you're recovering and like you're not all healed up, then it just everything re-tears. You can tear stuff apart. It usually doesn't necessarily do that because the pain sort of de-escalates the erection, you know what I'm saying? So it, it, I've not seen that happen. Too much pre-cum in these <sighs> balls. Okay, don't call me daddy, don't call me daddy, don't call me daddy. Uh, when sex is at all on my mind, I produce quite a lot of pre-cum. A quick hug, flirty text. Even when I'm at work, just simply thinking about sex and passing will cause healthy trickle. It has only started happening within the last five years. So I make white on a regular basis with my wife, so there doesn't seem to be any correlation between the amount of time since my last ejaculation and how much it leaks. Uh, Dr. Drew, do I have too much pre-cum in my balls? Uh, also on lisinopril, pravastatin, once-a-day vitamin. Uh, I don't think the lisinopril, which is a, called an ACE inhibitor, or the pravastatin, which is a statin, would uh, do anything to the urethra. It's a good, healthy prostate, my friend. That is what your prostate's supposed to do. It's supposed to produce lubricant for the uh, ejaculate to come down, and also a lot of immune, immune-active uh, fluids and st- stuff heading out, heading down, is pushing anything potentially infectious out. So it's just a healthy prostate. That's all. I wouldn't worry about it at all. Uh, but definitely do get your PSA done. Your sounds like you're in that age group when the PSA needs to be done every year. And your balls don't have pre-cum or cum in them. Okay? Hi, Hitler. Longtime fan. Been dealing with nasty Barthlin cyst. Okay, hold on. I need a little liquid to <coughs> get me going here. Uh, <coughs> Barthlin cyst? Yes, that's why I knew you'd like this. Let's look up a Barthlin cyst. You're going to like this. Oh, uh, that tells me that I'm probably not going to like it. No, Annie I may shouldn't. not like it. You will. All right. Here we here go. Images. All right. Let's see. Oh, okay. Uh, a pussy cyst. It's a pussy. It's a pussy boil. Uh, th- th- then the bottom, second from the right. Second from the right at the bottom. Not from the left, from the right. Now we lost it. But uh, th- 
Oh, now we lost it. Uh, those aren't good ones. Yeah, go back, go down one. There you go, that one. There it is. That's you see. That is a Barthlands doctor gland cyst. So women have guess what glands down there that create lubrication. Lots of different kinds. They have Skeen's glands, Barthlands glands, but the Barthlands are sort of the most active, and they can get clogged and get cysts and become abscessed. It can be really a mess. Uh, and uh, you know your gynecologist can handle it. These are very very common. But let's see what this uh, what Sam is saying here. Quick question. Yes. Could that thing be sensitive? It could be painful. Okay. It could be painful, okay. and uh, you could come. You could come upon one, and someone. Well, wait, not- wait, hold on. What was going to be your next question if you said yes? It could get sensitive. I didn't have any further questions after that. He oh, just okay. wants to know what to do if he comes upon it. <laughs> He's like, yeah. should I tickle it? Should I? Should I try to break it? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know what I'm supposed to do yeah. once I see I get it. it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> it could be used. Any. <laughs> Uh, we love that about you. Anything can be used for good sex. Yes, That's always right, man. Pivoting. Yes, yeah, it's buddy. I've uh, been dealing with nasty cysts, resides inside my vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had small ones in the past. They've always gone away on their own, which does typically happen. Hot to- hot baths, that kind of thing. Uh, September, I had two hospital trips to have it drained. Whoosh. Horrifying, painful. Isn't the big deal now, but can be painful while me and my husband are having sex. Uh-oh. Completely terrified of getting this inflamed once again. I don't want to go back to the hospital. Oh, shoot. The only issue I have is that this doesn't guarantee it won't come back. The procedure sounds awful. Oh, there is a procedure where they take a larger incision. Yeah, and pull it all out. That's right. Uh, do you think it might be worth having this procedure? It's affected my sex life. I hate being worried about it. Yeah, you got to get it done. I think you need some sort of definitive repair. It's, it's like me and my diverticulitis. I, eventually, you just go, all right, I, I, we have to take care of this. There is a definitive procedure. You should have the definitive procedure. What's up? Voice message. Would a, would a numbing cream help at all? Or no, 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 no. no, okay. no. It, it's that it, 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 they're nasty, and, and they have to be treated when they come up. And she's worried about getting another one, which she will. She'll get another one. So they can do some surgical repairs on that. Go ahead. Hi, Mommy Drew. Hey. Touch my camera through the fence. This is Kelly here. Will Kelly. So, I wanted to know, my whole life I've experienced this randomly, but like after I take a really big poop or if I've ever had diarrhea, sometimes, and I can't figure out what times it happens at. It seems like it's just kind of random. But when I get up after I take a poop, my butthole just hurts so bad. Like it's, it's like it's like on fire. And, like, the only thing that makes it feel any better is, like, I have to sit back down and, like, put pressure on my butthole. And that's the only thing that makes it feel any better. What's, what's that all about? Come on down for Moose Soup. You're doing real good. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. We yeah. love you. You just love hearing girls say the word butthole. Because they leave the T out. <laughs> butthole. Butthole. They leave the T out. It's, it's uncanny. I don't know what that is about uh, estrogen that makes them drop the T in butthole. Uh, but okay, um, so that's probably, you know how I've talked occasionally about a pubococcygeous muscle spasm? Mm, you remember yes. that? You want to maybe show me the pelvic musculature again? There's a lot of sort of visceral musculature, for lack of a better way of saying it, around the pelvis that responds to all kinds of things. And that, that idea of you needing to sit back down and push down suggests that, that, see that heavy musculature there, right? You know, in and around the pelvic uh, floor. That's, mm. that's That stuff is not under voluntary control so much. It's not like an arm muscle. It doesn't really move anything. It does control. You, we do have some voluntary control of the anal sphincter, but that stuff can spasm once in a while. And it is ra- it is rather random. It is hard to do, figure out what's triggering it. 
Men get it sometimes after urinating, sometimes after ejaculating, sometimes just out of the blue. And I wouldn't be surprised if as time goes on, you started getting it just sort of spontaneously sometimes. And it is, uh, you know, it's unpleasant and it passes and that's the end of that. It's no big deal. Um, maybe we see some TikToks. How about that? Now here you go oh Come in. The horse is going to take a shit in here, too. No! There it is. There it is. Of course. Fucking called it. Of course. Of course. Get the horse all upset and walking through a living room. It's the best. I love this guy. I like the way the wife's like, are you in the house again with the horse? Like, this happens all the time. Beautiful horse, by the way. Isn't it? Look at that. Oh, yeah, gorgeous horse. Yeah, a nice big uh, road apple right there in the middle of the living room. Yeah, buddy. Okay, give me more. I like Uh-oh. Oh, whoa. Oh, he's going down. The whole thing's going. Oh, no. That's not funny. Oh, that's one of those dudes. That's that's one of those dudes that, like, that get a fucking adrenaline rush from being on top of, like, buildings and shit. And oh, I don't understand that Wait, stuff. but he's, like, five feet high, I think. I think it may be further down than that. It looks like it's about that 40 looks a feet. Far, yeah. Is that high? I think but so. No, but then I mean, but then look over here. I know it looks like it's not that high when you get that angle, but may, maybe he's screwing with us. Okay, keep going. Okay. I have never seen anything like this. <laughs> Creative engineering. <laughs> okay, I'm not interested. Keep going. He's like, ooh, what the hell? Interested in this? I always feel bad for women like this. Oh, you said, ooh. <laughs> I, I, I really do. I always feel like, oh, honey, why? Why do you do that to yourself? All to get, I guess I guess you make a living doing it. I guess you get a OnlyFans. I Attention. Get, and I, but I guess there are really effed up pervert dudes out there who really get off on this stuff and pay you, I guess. But, man. And you got to go to another country to get this. You know what I mean? It's you can't. American plastic surgeons will not do this. The liability is too high. And eventually, that's coming out. That's coming out. Well, oh, you mean the implants? Yeah, yeah. That's not going to stay because the body's going to reject it. It just, it just doesn't. It's just they're coming out someday. They're Wait, just, but what do you mean? I just because she get gets tired of them, or because they, like a medical reason? Medical reasons. They start having all kinds of problems and scarring and this and that and the other thing. And ugh. anyway, keep going. Oof, poor thing. I feel bad for Get the for fuck her. out of the neighborhood. Sell that cocksucker get out of here. Okay. Because I don't want you as a goddamn neighbor. Awesome. You're a lousy fucking neighbor. Tell me more. You're that cocksucker over there. Tell me more. And that fucking jack off. Tell me more. I'm going to post this, dude. <laughs> fuck what you post. Fucking idiot. I like the clarity with which that guy expresses himself. This was an he, incredible talk. He doesn't He doesn't go over the top. You know what I mean? Most people, when they lose their shit, just start to look hysterical and weird. He's like like very very del- deliberate in his delivery. I like it. Is there, gotta, is there more to it? That's got to be our next drop. No, fucking, I don't give a fuck what you yeah, post. Yeah, that's is, such a funny he, fucking statement. Is, isn't he the guy that had a, a trash can problem at one time? With the, trash can. We had something like that once. All right, keep going. Hmm. More TikTok. Uh, that's everything what? in that bit batch of TikToks. All right, then I think I better see Asian Garage number two. So le- do we have Asian Garage? Right, do you have number one? We this do is- have number one. Okay, let's play number one because this was the when I first came onto your mom's house as a naive person. I don't know how else to describe it, and and, and sort of virginal in the sense that 
my a sense, nice doctor. My <laughs> sensibilities hadn't been destroyed as they You're had been lately. You're a nice lately. Jewish boy. Yeah. Uh, and I saw this Asian garage video, and I thought I was seeing somebody being killed. I thought it was like a beheading video, and Tom thought it was so funny, and I was confused. So let's see it. Okay, here we go. He's driving in. And I kind of saw what was coming. I remember thinking, oh, oh my God. Okay, so I have seen these things in the hospital, right? I've seen people get stuck between a wall and a car. And... Right, you can get crushing syndrome, you said, right? Degloving. That when they get crushed, the skin just splits open and just they get just it all comes off. <laughs> this is the comedy. Like, See, you are, think are, it's funny. I like the way he's like, is he hurt? I was like, yeah, he's hurt. You were like, back in the day, I used to think that this was absolutely terrible. Well, back in the day, I, I didn't even notice the other guy. I was too upset <laughs> watching the dude on the ground. So, so, I've, so I actually have a fear whenever I walk between cars that somebody's going to roll in to squish me between two bumpers or something. So parked cars freak me out a little bit already. That sounds like that same OCD of that chick had with the floors. No, right? I'm not like panicky about it or anything. Uh, I just, I just, I just move through quickly because I've seen this. You're I've hyper seen, vigilant about. I'm it. hyper vigilant about it because I've seen this when people just casually walk through and somebody doesn't see them and pull, backs up or pulls up or whatever, and you get a, it's a horrible injury. Now, if he was lucky, all he did was break his legs, you know, badly. Um, that's lucky. I'm telling you, that's lucky. <laughs> I don't know why that sense is so funny to yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> but but I guess there's a 2.0. No, set this up for me. I don't know what to expect. So this also oh. happened in an Asian country. Okay. Uh, not, there were not these guys. Doesn't involve this little. No, this is a different crew, as far okay. as I could tell. Uh, but here's the next. Here's the here's the clip, and it's it's <laughs> it kind of like a very similar reaction, which is why we called it 2.0. Okay. Where's the problem going to be? Oh, I see. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. And, and those are like metal coils, right? Those aren't like cardboard. I think it is cardboard, but I mean, those things must yeah. weigh. Five. It might I mean, be like paper, and it's just so. So I mean, it needs a fucking forklift to pick right. it up. So and that guy drove it right into him, right into him. Yeah, wow. I guess he it, couldn't see over the and forklift. So why is it blurred? Is it blurred? Am I seeing that? Uh, I don't think it is blurred. Okay, good. Because I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't that someone died. That something horrible <laughs> didn't happen. Uh, like because you, you could get some kind of you know you could have intestines spilling and stuff. This is bad enough. Ugh. Oh, Jesus. So it looked oh, like it really no. just, like, tapped him. That looked like it was his dick. Yeah, it is his dick. Oh, no. Wait, what? How could you guys and, tell it was and, his and dick And so well, it's his pelvis. <laughs> yeah. So he got his pelvis crushed. Oh. And, and God only knows how many fractures are in there. And that is a horrible fracture. You are in bed for a long period of time, and it can't really be surgically corrected. You have to kind of, like... Huh. So you don't yeah. think this is funny, huh? Um. Well, it has a certain amount of humor to it. <laughs> To be fair, but uh, it, what scared me about it is it reminded me of that horrible video with the guy that got caught in the machine. In the lathe. The lathe. <laughs> oh, was great. Yeah, that one haunts my dreams. Yes. Oh, and that was so fun. That was Tom's favorite cool guy video, I think, wasn't it? I don't think that's his favorite. The the car. It was his favorite thing to send to me. Yeah. What 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 goes on in that boy's head? 
He yeah. likes to make me upset sometimes. Is it is it you or and he and he just laughs at it maniacally? Well, I don't think he just knows that I really don't like that content, and I think everyone when people that, die. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of those unique people at YMH <laughs> that doesn't like seeing Shocking. horrific injuries or I, murders I, I, you, or deaths. You can count me in on that, and yet he doesn't send me. I don't think he did laugh maniacally when he showed me these things. To be fair, yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. That was his favorite thing, yeah. and it was, I found it very confusing. But he loves it. Yeah, I'm confused by it a little bit too. But you know what? I'm I'm just happy to see him happy. You know. Yeah, me too. To be fair, what uh, <laughs> I, I have a question by the way about the the your thing that you said uh, that you have a uh, fear of like uh, parked cars. <clears throat> oh yeah. So would you say anything about me having the opposite feeling towards that? What do you mean? Like like you like to be in there between cars? I I like the thought. Like I'm just attracted to the thought of when I go behind a car that it doesn't see me and it's gonna hit me. I fucking I, I like love that. You like that? Like not like in a sexual way. Just, no, just I, I just like. And what kind? I don't know. Like, like so somehow I get, like fear. I guess? In I there, know. in there Platonic. must be why we fit together as friends. You know what I mean? It's so opposite. Uh. We are so opposite, and yet I'm intrigued by it. And, and I and I, I I don't find it repellent or problematic. I'm just intrigued. It's, um, it's similar to that, like, if you've ever been in the backseat of a car and, yeah. and you want to open the door and, like, jump out and just, like, it, you have that weird intru- intrusive thought. Never really yeah. had that thought. Okay. But, but again, <laughs> that's why we're friends. Uh, but, but is it that or is it the high of the possibility of thinking about the extreme nature of it? You get a little rush from it. Um, y- yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm in trouble. There's something about yeah. It's a little bit of a high thing. Some, this is back to your personality trouble. construct thing. Yeah. Mm. This is now. Why would between two cars? Where did that first occur to you? It not necessarily between two cars. Just like a car hitting me. Like I'm always. I'm like fuck yeah. Like bring it on, baby. Let's let's see this shit. Like like when a car is headed towards me and I feel like like if it's backing up and you know you could honk so they like see you and then they don't hit you. I never honk. I'm like please hit me. Like I just I want to see. What? I don't know why. I don't know why. I just, I just ever, like I want to see what happens. Have you ever uh, broken any bones before? Like, have you ever gotten like really hurt? I don't know that even. Oh, you you tore. Oh, you tore your thing. Uh, you tore your uh, the the bottom of your foot when you went hiking that time. That mm-hmm. was when you showed it to Drew. Yeah. Is that like the the like the most you ever got hurt as a kid? I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. And where where did the, do you remember when it first? Much like the the it clown coming out of the toilet, you you yeah. could sort of remember where that thought first occurred to you. Do you remember where this first occurred to you? Ooh, uh, shit, no, no. All right, well, think, think since about you were it. a kid, though, you had this feeling. I've I've always, yeah, 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 for sure. Hmm. Like I've always had that, just type of like, oh man, what if like, like if I see a fuck, I don't know, if I saw a piano being hung and like you know, and the cartoons like fall. What if it print. fall? Do you like that? Like yeah, my I, thought I is like, that's... oh, what if it fell on me? That'd what? be fucking dope, you know. It fell on you. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. It's weird. It's obviously I don't want to like fucking die. I just it. I don't know. It's is it is it you want to withstand it? Like you could see if you could withstand it, kind of thing. Maybe, maybe I've always had a some sense of like invincibility. Oh, so that's that. interesting. So maybe it's that. Maybe it's kind of playing with that a little bit. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't don't walk under pianos. Don't yeah. don't don't put your. And, and, you just haven't been physically hurt enough. <laughs> I'm telling you, real danger. I'm not afraid of. It's the fake danger that I'm scared yeah, of. Yeah, it's fucking ghosts and it clown and stuff. It's really something. And so again, that's why we're friends. This is truly intriguing to me. Do we have any couple voice messages just to clear my palate? 
Uh, yeah, let's find okay. you a good one, and here it is. Okay. Hey there, Dr. Drew. Hey. I had a question about my dick. Of course. Uh, my name's Kevin, by the way. Hi, Kevin. It, the issue really isn't that big of a problem for me. I'm just curious. But my dick, I have an, a, a slightly above average size dick when it's hard, but when it's soft, it is so fucking small. It's so very, very small. Likewise? That's not the issue. The The issue is in the winter time. Let's say whenever I, it starts to get flaccid, um, let's say right before I take a shower, it is, it looks like a, uh, a balloon that's been twisted, like you'd see at a circus. Just one of those long balloons, and you twist it in the middle. So it's like half of my when, dick. When, yes, when it's coming, when it's getting, getting hard. Yes. Flaccid with the rest of it. Yes. I don't yes. think it's a problem. I'm just wondering. Is it going to possibly lead to a problem later? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. Piss so, on me and beat me. We, we, Thanks, we, Hitler. you bet. We, we talked about this before. I remember right. I actually, actually drew, you, drew you a picture of this. Right. And it's a nothing. It's it's just how some people's dicks proceed to fill at certain times. Um, I like that this dude's a shower, not a grower. A grower, not a shower. Uh, and really, all that matters is when you need, you know, when you're ready for battle, right? I mean, that's when that's when you need the size. You don't need it before that. Um, I thought he was going to say in the winter it sort of went up inside and became like a doorbell. You know what I'm saying? Just like a little. And that can be actually uncomfortable for men sometimes. You can actually get irritation from that. But he doesn't have that. So another one more. Hi, Dr. Drew. This is Emily Collins from Michigan. Um, I just had some questions about um, substance abuse um, and, I guess, alcohol. I was, I recently um, quit drinking two years ago. Mm-hmm. Because I got a DUI, baby. So uh, I'm still on probation. I am testing randomly to start making sure I'm not drinking. But I'm worried about after I'm off probation, if you have any advice for what I should do to keep me away from the alcohol. Because I'm afraid after I'm off probation, my perspective might yeah. change. Yeah. So um, I am working a lot more and have a great relationship with my boyfriend, but I do struggle to eat as well. So if you have any advice on that, I'd appreciate yeah. it. Love you guys. Bye. Emily, you're the best. Um, <clears throat> two things. Uh, you will go back. You will. That's that's the nature of alcoholism. The problem with alcoholism is not stopping, it's staying stopped. It's true of all addictions. They are progressive. And you are somebody that clearly responds to structure, so you could consider something like an abuse or an abuse implant that would, again, it's a medicine you take, and if you drank on it, you would get really, really ill. Uh, the other thing is Whoa, to get... that's crazy. Yeah, and abuse. Uh, the other thing is get uh, support in 12-step community, get a sponsor, or get a therapist, maybe a therapist to do some cognitive behavioral therapy to keep you sort of tuned up so your thinking doesn't go bad. You know, the, one of the, the big problems in addiction is stinking thinking. Your brain wants to go back, and so it starts telling, as you say, your point of view changes, and he starts telling you things that seem reasonable that are going to end up in trouble. So either you know, back to the community, get a sponsor, do some work, or therapist and maybe some cognitive behavioral therapy and or some man abuse. All those things would help you. Any or all of those would help you. All right, everybody, keep the emails coming at drfdrark at gmail.com and the voice messages 818-253-1693. Don't forget the bobbleheads at uh, drdrew.com slash shop. Shop. Yeah. You got yeah. it, Chief. And also store.ymhstudios.com for all the great merchandise there. Ooh. Yes. Got we, it all right. We love it. 
Rash Revolution, everybody. <clears throat> I want that iconography around the world. I want everyone with that mug in their hand thinking about the Rational Revolution every morning when they have their coffee. We need to use our brains and get out of the hysteria and get back into what's rational and just kind of stay there, allow reality to restore itself and start thinking rationally again. We'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.